0: Screamless. Emma Boucher, script writer for live action and animated children's TV, self-confessed word nerd with a passion for making kids giggle. Welcome to Creative Cover.
1: Thanks, thanks for having me.
0: You're absolutely welcome so emma on a hot day like today you must be glad you did your charity head shave for the refuge charity
1: absolutely yeah Uh, do you know what i found that um i usually swim and i haven't been able to do that at the moment because all the pools are shut so i've been going out running more and not having any hair when i'm running it's just a revelation so you just (laughs) feel like the wind just like over your head so nice and not getting a sweaty neck it's lovely. <laughs> Have
0: you found you're speeding up or something?
1: Yeah, or aerodynamic. aerodynamic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's been, it's been great. It's funny, I haven't missed my hair at all, which has yeah. been, been quite strange. But then I guess I haven't been sort of going out and having to worry about dressing up and how I look or anything. It's just like yeah. the old Zoom call, so.
0: Yeah, I always find that, you know, so it's, it's a problem going out, <laughs> you know, What to do with the hair. <laughs> um, yeah, so writing. You're a script writer. When was it that you remember getting into writing? Were you always into writing as a child?
1: Um, I was a total bookworm as a kid. I used to write down all the books that I'd read during the year. And then if it was like, you know, getting close to New Year's Eve and I'd read like 94 and I wanted to get up to 100, I would literally just sit there and read and read and read and read uh, until I got to 100. Um, I don't read anything like that these days because you just don't have the time. But yeah, and and that sort of got me into writing stories. And when I did my undergraduate at Royal Holloway, we did a couple of screenwriting units and I was like, oh, I really like this. This is this is great. And then after I finished uni, I kind of started working in TV Um, as a runner and then as a sort of dubbing and subtitling coordinator and then in production and then it kind of made me realize actually you know I want to go back and and do the script writing that's what I'm interested in so I did a part-time master's in Bournemouth which was just fantastic I learned so much and it kind of gave me the confidence as well in in my own writing and then after that I got chatting to someone at Turner where I was working at the time and um, he had an idea for a show that he he wanted to put together, like a, a live action storytelling show called Cartoniti Tales, and I feel like inc- incredibly lucky. But he said, "Oh, you know, do you want to have a go at writing the pilot and and see what happens?" Um, and then we got commissioned a series and a second series, and I wrote all the episodes, and it was just oh, wow. the most it was just the most wonderful experience, and I'm so grateful to him for letting me do that. You know, it's just fantastic.
0: That's quite unusual, isn't it, to be writing all the episodes as your first scriptwriting job? I know, as
1: well. I know, in in at the deep end. Um, yeah. But no, not not at all. He was so supportive, and it, we had such a great team, and it was just really fun. It was really great.
0: That's brilliant. So I suppose it was at that point that you realised, hang on a minute, I can make a living from this.
1: Yeah, well, I think I'd gone into the masters sort of hoping that, um, I you know, I could make a living from it. Um, but I think that was sort of the point where it kind of felt like oh actually this is this is something real and tangible. and interestingly enough when I went off to do the masters I was thinking that I would be writing for adults but that kind of pushed me towards children's and and I I just love it it just it just suits my personality and I'm quite lucky that I had a really lovely childhood my mum was a stay-at-home mum until I was about 14, 15. So she just was there all the time. And she was a big kid, too. She'd be out roller skating with us and swimming <laughs> in the sea and, you know, doing all the stuff that, that we would do. So there's lots for me, there's lots of like, happy memories that I can sort of go back in and, and mine and write stories about. Mm.
0: Yeah, Yes, so I, I think it's a common thread, isn't it, through people who work in the creative industries, that they do love their job. And I think it's kind of tied with the success of your job. If you're really passionate about it, obviously it's going to show in your work. Um, so I see on your website that you have some stats, and uh, it mentions <laughs> <laughs> it mentions 19,703 cups of tea, 14 <laughs> cute notebooks, and 84 blue pens. Is that your writing happy place? Tea, <laughs> a cute cute notebook, and a blue pen.
1: Yeah, it has to be, it has to be a blue pen. I get really funny about my pens actually. My husband's a pen thief. Uh, You know, if he's working from home, he'll like wander off with my pen and I'll be like, you've got my pen, you've got my pen. I have to use that specific pen. (laughs) Why blue? Um, I remember something as a kid when um, we were doing our exams and a friend of mine told me that you should always write in blue because black makes the examiner feel like more, more angry. Uh, yeah, and blue is more relaxing. And I think I've carried that on into adulthood.
0: <laughs> I suppose if it helps you to write, then you can do whatever you want, can't you?
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah,
0: that's fantastic. So, My Pet Saurus is a show on CBBC about Chloe, uh, an energetic seven year old looking after her troublesome pet Triceratops Topsy. You developed My Pet Saurus from animation studio Bumpy Box's initial concept to series. What does that process look like? Where do you start with something like that?
1: So Bumpy Box came to me with the, obviously the, the idea of it being a live action world and an animated dinosaur. And they had um, kind of a rough sketch of Chloe as a character um, and some other characters as well. There was a, a mum and an uncle and some, some other kids. And I kind of went away and just developed the characters a little bit more. So gave them gave them their voices. And strangely, I, I didn't realise this at the time, but when my mum watched Petsaurus, she was like, Chloe sounds exactly like you did at that age. I, but my mum watched no. it and she was like, oh my God, it's so weird.
0: You had a pet triceratops.
1: I had what? a pet triceratops. <laughs> 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 but I was a very spoilt child. <laughs> <laughs> Any dinosaur you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then, and then we actually... Well, I, I wrote an 11-minute episode um, that had Chloe, her mum, and her uncle in, and obviously Topsy, and we took that off to the BBC, and they, and they were really interested in it. Like they they loved the concept, um, but Bumpy Box at the time were a, a, a really new animation company, and they hadn't they hadn't really um, proven themselves, I guess. So the BBC were really keen to to work with them um and they said well how about we we try it as 2 minutes so just just re- just a really short kind of vignette really focusing on you know bath time bedtime things like that so um i went away and kind of re- reimagined it around that and bath time was the first script that i wrote and and they really liked it and we got a commission from there and it's just rolled on from there, really. You know, when when I wrote those first ten, I never imagined that we'd we'd have uh, three series and I'd be lead writer on series three. It was, yeah, re- really That's great. Fantastic. Yeah, really great.
0: Wow, OK. You've written for many children's series like uh, Messy Goes to Okido, uh, Wussy Whack the Clumsy Cat and Go Jetters. All slightly different. What do you feel makes a good story?
1: Um, definitely the characters. You've got to have characters that are relatable. Um, and and with kids as well, I think humour is so important. You know, you, you want characters that can make you laugh. and And just, I think as well, the relationships that those characters have and, you know, the little fallings out that they have. And I think there's something quite lovely about children's TV in that generally you kind of, get the kids to sort of solve their own problems and they might have someone to sort of push them in the right direction. But it's really lovely when you have an episode where the kid's trying to work it out and then they finally have that moment where they're like, oh, if we do it this way, Mm -hmm. then we can solve the problem. That was the lovely thing about Wussy Watt actually. Um, Wussy Watt is very clumsy and he's always making mistakes. And he's he's lovely, such a sweet little show. Um, but it was almost kind of for- formulaic in a way. He would sort of make three three mistakes, and then the fourth time he would he would work it out. He'd get it right. But it was really nice this kind of idea of like have, having a go. So I guess yeah, I guess I like characters who have a go. <laughs> That's
0: good. A running theme. So, where can people find you online if they would like to?
1: Um, so I'm on Twitter. My handles voucher Emma. And I've got my website, which is emmaboucher.co.uk.
0: Fantastic. I'll pop those in the show notes. I'll put your uh, Just Giving Headshave link in the show notes as well.
1: That'd be awesome. <laughs> no thank worries.
0: you. Uh, but for now, Emma Boucher, thank you very much for joining me for a cuppa.
1: Thank you.